This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bill Guerin, Wild General Manager, joins us at the uh, bottom of the hour. Our friend and lawyer extraordinaire, Joe Freeberg, is good enough to join us right here at the start. We're going to talk... Derek Chauvin and his uh, lawyer's appeal, which took place yesterday. Joe is with us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Joe, this is the first time we have chatted since we had you on a couple times leading up to the election last fall when you vociferously came out yes. in favor of the winner, Mary Moriarty, and against... Martha Holton Dimmick, did you ever hear from Mary after your comments? And how often did you hear from people supporting Martha who weren't pleased with your comments? Well, most people I know were pleased with what I said. Uh, I did uh, a couple of days later get a, a one word thing from Mary that said thank you. Uh, I haven't spoken to her since. Uh, Of all the things, if I was able to help her get elected over Martha Holton Dimmick, I'm about as proud of that as I am of anything I've ever done. Uh, I can see your view has not changed whatsoever, and I'm not surprised. It has not changed a bit. So let's talk about Derek Chauvin and trying to get... Uh, his convictions tossed. As I read from the Star Tribune story and the quote from his attorney, and we'll get to the juror part of it, but the primary issue, in fact, that's the, the quote here. The primary issue on this appeal is whether a criminal defendant can get a fair trial consistent with constitutional requirements at a courthouse that is surrounded by concrete block, barbed wire, two armored personnel carriers and a squad and National Guard troops all there for one purpose, in the event that the jury acquits the defendant. We talked so many times about what happened, the murder of George Floyd, the trial, leading up the trial, and whether Minneapolis and Hennepin County was the right place. And as you said, where could they go in Minnesota where people uh, were unfamiliar where could they go where you could accommodate all of the legal requirements, the media requirements? So when you look at this pursuit of the appeal on the location, what merit, if any, does it have? Well, 
It's got an awful lot to think about, but I think that from a practical standpoint, it's got no chance of getting this conviction reversed. First of all, we don't, you know, that, as I said back then, that situation would have existed anywhere in Minnesota that he could reasonably have been tried. So you'd have had the same, if not worse. Uh, there might have been a few places where people would have flocked to it and it actually could have been worse because they wouldn't have had the resources to withstand the public scrutiny in other places. I think Judge Cahill did a hell of a good job at maintaining what he could during this trial. But, you know, you have to ask the question, if a person commits a crime or is accused of committing a crime that draws this much public scrutiny, we can't really say that by making the crime bad enough, you deprive your own self of the ability to get a fair trial because there didn't seem to be any remedy. The only one I could have thought of would have been a lengthy, lengthy continuance, and I don't think the public would have gone for that. I I do think that in looking at this case, the Supreme Court has to loosen up the change of venue laws in Minnesota somewhat because you can't ever get a case moved in this state, uh, which is different than most states. And it's basically because the Supreme Court will never find it to be error. But uh, I don't think that uh, there's any possibility of this judgment being reversed. Joe, I can't even count the number of texts I've received to right here at 651-461-9226, maybe some have come in already on this point. People who believe Chauvin was treated unfairly and will say the only reason why the jurors found him guilty is they were afraid of what was going to happen in the city if he was found not guilty. When you hear those comments, and they're out there from plenty of people, what do you say? What's their suggestion for doing something else? What else could they have done? There isn't any question that there was enough evidence to take him to trial, and that's without commenting on whether there was sufficient evidence to convict him. But There's no argument that there wasn't sufficient evidence to charge him. We'll leave open the question of whether it was sufficient to convict him. What is your suggestion as to what could have been done? And I can't think of one that would fall within the precepts of law that we're all governed by. Um, I have problems with the verdict myself. I have a number of problems personally on the cause of death. Uh, I think it is extremely questionable. I think the prosecution overwhelmed the defense there. I don't credit a number of the prosecution's witnesses. 
Uh, I think there's a real question on cause of death as to whether or not it's actually uh, the uh, fentanyl that killed him rather than Chauvin. But step back to the question that we're discussing today, and that is where could he have received a fairer trial? And I don't have an answer to that. Uh, some of the very small towns, as I, I think I ludicrously suggested mm-hmm. one time, Halleck, because yes. it's in the northwest most county, and they are under the influence more of the Winnipeg newspapers than they are Minneapolis, but they don't have the phys- physical facilities to try him up there. Uh, so we so have think, we've talked about this I before. I want to get to it again because just remind folks yeah. again. Chauvin's found guilty of second degree unintentional murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. Yeah. When and this isn't the first time we've addressed this because he brought it up again. It's worth discussing. As you watched and consumed so much of this case, what do you think that? What do you think that? Where should he been convicted? Where shouldn't he been convicted? regarding the the three areas where he was found guilty? Well, if the jury found, let's get rid of that third-degree murder. That doesn't count. Uh, But uh, the second-degree murder, if the jury found that he was committing an assault and that uh, it resulted in a death, although unintentional, uh, that was unintentional second-degree murder. If they found that he intentionally killed him without premeditating it, uh, that is second-degree intentional murder. And I think that's, frankly, what he was convicted of, wasn't it? Um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I differ in the way I looked at it, and I look at it with certainly a bias, but uh, I was not convinced that the cause of death was the assault to the degree that the jury was. But I am who I am. I'm a defense lawyer. Mm -hmm. Joe Freeberg, uh, outstanding uh, defense attorneys with us as he joins us so often over the years. They also, in this appeal, are looking at one of the jurors and what he said about a protest and D.C., and Black Lives Matter on this part and the juror. Is that part going anywhere? What what did the juror say? I'll read right from the story. Uh, The photo showed Mitchell uh, wearing a T-shirt with a picture of King surrounded by the words, get your knee off our necks and BLM. He said, I've never been to Washington, D.C., Mitchell told the Star Tribune after the post photo surfaced. It was a 2020 photo of him at an event in Washington, D.C., commemorating I Have a Dream speech. He continued, the opportunity to go to D.C., the opportunity to be around thousands, thousands of black people, I just thought it was a good opportunity. The uh, uh, attorney representing Chauvin contended that Mitchell lied, saying that he never participated, participated in protests in Minneapolis, but Judge Peter, is it Ray's, told him that he doesn't believe Mitchell was lying because the march he attended was outside of Minneapolis. So just that part of where the protest was, the fact that it was in D.C. and not Minneapolis. On that technicality, this isn't getting overturned, right? No, they, and they're just going to say there's no proof that uh, <laughs> that this led to the verdict. That 
you know, that's disingenuous if if he cut his answers that way. He should have told them what they were looking for and probably shouldn't have been on the jury. But the Supreme, I, I said, we don't have a, a Supreme Court that makes these kind of decisions. They're not going to reverse this, I don't believe. Although, wasn't he, all, he was also convicted in federal court. What did he get over Correct. there? Same thing, right? You got the same. Uh, got pretty the same close. Set. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so it doesn't matter. Maybe the Supreme Court, since uh, they won't, because we have what's called an, a result oriented Supreme Court. That's probably the worst insult you can level an appellate court. But that's my opinion. Um, I've got a First Amendment right to have that opinion. Uh, so in this case, they could make a, a make a move and say this person essentially misrepresented his biases uh and they they could reverse it and it wouldn't make any difference at all so maybe uh maybe it could happen i i don't know i i like to see a person brought up short for that kind of misrepresentation to get on a jury i really would uh but uh, who knows? I, in an ordinary case, they'd never reverse for this reason. Always a pleasure, sir. Everything else well in life right now? Yeah, yeah I mean, life goes on. Uh, like I tell you, Chad, it's, uh, uh, the law always has some interesting turns. Uh, I <laughs> like Now that I think about it, I would have liked to heard the Chauvin case argued if it's been argued already, but... Uh, uh, I if yeah they're all recorded, so I guess I could listen to it. Maybe I will. Yeah, you should do that. All right, sir. Enjoy your day. You know we'll reach out Thank soon. You. Thanks, Chad. The great Joe Freeberg here on WCCO. George Santos has he lied more today? Will it ever end? Maybe you want to add. What else is next? What is your guess? For the next lie coming out on Santos, he he shot Jack Kennedy. He he, he tried to save Jack Kennedy. Um, he was deep throat all along. It wasn't felt. He uh, he actually was a president, uh, not Donald Trump. What is next with this complete clown and how? Well, no, I know why he's there because it's a Democratic leaning seat and the Republicans want it. And they don't want to give it up. And that's just the truth. And by the way, I think the Democrats probably do the same damn thing. Uh, that's why there's fraudulence both sides. They're just lying about it. They should, Kevin McCarthy should just come out and say he's an awful person. The lying never stops. But I got such a slim majority. I don't want him to go anymore. He's my guy because of that. The latest lies. And if you got another one, you want to toss up. What do you expect next? I mean, Dave, we normally say wrong answers only in this case. You might be prescient. You, you might be eventually right. So if you want to tell me what you're expecting for the next lie on uh, Santos, go ahead. Send me a text, 651-461-9226. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 